Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Bible Breakdown, because we get to start a new book of the Bible today, Leviticus. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm joined today by... I'm T. All right, there we go. That's so much better. And today we're starting Leviticus. It's going to be amazing. Um. Oh, but do you want to do a last time? Sure. Last time on Bible Breakdown, we ended with the tabernacle finally being erected and its equipment installed. And um, yeah, that's, I mean, most of it was just leading up to that. <laughs> yeah, the vestments of the priest. Uh, well. Yeah, it was not very exciting at all. It was just decoration stuff. Um, but now we're going to start getting into Leviticus, which is where we find a lot of justifications for a lot of what we find in modern, uh, what we call Christianity, uh, the prohibitions against uh, homosexuality, even though they prohibit a lot of stuff. That's just the stuff they go super hard on. But we're not even getting into that today. Today we're going to talk about, it looks like burnt offerings. Gross. Burnt offerings. <laughs> awesome. All right, Leviticus, starting off with burnt offerings. Verse 1. The Lord summoned Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When any of you bring an offering of livestock to the Lord, you shall bring your offering from the herd or from the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you shall offer a male without blemish. You shall bring it to you shall bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting for acceptance in your behalf before the Lord. You shall lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering and it shall be acceptable in your behalf as atonement for you. The bull shall be slaughtered before the Lord and Aaron's sons, the priest shall offer the blood, dashing the blood against all sides of the altar that is at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The burnt offering shall be flayed and cut up into parts. The sons of the priest Aaron shall put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Aaron's sons, the priest shall arrange Aaron's sons, the priest shall arrange the parts with the head and suet on the wood that is on the fire on the altar. But its entrails and its legs shall be washed with water. Then the priest shall turn the whole into smoke on the altar as a burnt offering, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. If your gift for a burnt offering is from the flock, from the sheep of goats, your offering shall be a male without blemish. It shall be slaughtered on the north side of the altar before the Lord, and Aaron's sons the priests shall dash its blood, shall dash its blood against all sides of the altar. It shall be cut up into parts with its heads and its suet, and the priest shall arrange them on the wood that is on the fire on the altar, but the entrails and the legs shall be washed with water. Then the priest shall offer the whole and turn it into smoke on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. If your offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, you shall choose your offering from turtle doves or pigeons. 
The priest shall bring it to the altar and wring off its The priest shall bring it to the altar and wring off its head and turn it into smoke on the altar, and its blood shall be drained out against the side of the altar. He shall remove its crop with its contents and throw it at the east side of the altar in the place for ashes. He shall tear it he shall tear it open by its he shall tear it open by its wings without severing it. Then the priest shall turn it into smoke on the altar, on the wood that is on the fire. It is a burnt offering, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. Thanks be to God. Um, I think I get why the Egyptians found this abhorrent. Like, remember back in Exodus when they were talking about, like, when they made their offerings to the Lord, like the Egyptians found it abhorrent? Abhorrent? abhorrent like they they didn't like it yeah i kind of get it like i'm imagining this in my head and they're just kind of ripping animals apart so god i guess i mean it's the same as going to a butcher shop it's not though because they said they couldn't cut it they had to rip it like butchers use misinterpret that i thought they were cutting it no they were where did it say where it was like um yeah without severing it you shall tear it open by its wings without severing it severing it would imply that they were using a knife no but it says something about cutting in here literally read cut like two times but that was for i'm talking about for the turtle doves where does it say cut oh okay that yeah but yeah the burnt offering shall be flayed and cut up into parts yeah but that's like like if it's cattle If it's a bird, you need to just rip it, which is all very weird. You kind of do that with chicken. You just rip the head off. We still usually cut it with an... Anyway, I looked up what suet is. I wanted to find out what suet means. Do you want to know? What does suet mean? So suet is the hard fat... I'm sorry. This is Google definition dictionary from Oxford Languages. The hard white fat on the kidneys and loins of cattle, sheep, and other animals used to make foods, including puddings, pastry, and mince meat. Um, so that's, oh, and there's a nice little picture of it too. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Um, this is all pretty gross and they're splashing the blood around. I don't know, man. I got, I feel like the Lord is weird. Yeah. Or just people who wrote this. Like, I don't know why this would make God forgive you. Or like, when you bring an offering, I don't know. To me, it's it always just seemed weird. (laughs) Leviticus 2, grain offerings. When anyone presents a grain offering to the Lord... The offering shall be of choice flour. The worshiper shall pour oil on it and put frankincense on it and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priest. After taking from it a handful of the choice flour and oil with its frankincense, the priest shall turn this token portion into smoke on the altar, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. And what is left of the grain shall 
and what is left of the grain offering shall be for Aaron and his sons, a most holy part of the offerings by fire to the Lord. When you present a grain offering baked in the oven, it shall be of choice flour, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, or unleavened wafers spread with oil. If your offering is grain prepared on a griddle, it shall be choice flour mixed with oil unleavened. Break it into pieces and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your offering is grain prepared in a pan, it shall be made of choice flour and oil. You shall bring to the Lord the grain offering that is prepared in any of these ways, and when it is presented to the priest, he shall take it to the altar. The priest shall remain the priest shall remove from the grain offering its token portion and turn this into smoke on the altar, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. And what is left of the grain offering shall be for Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the offerings by fire to the Lord. No grain offering that you bring to the Lord shall be made with leaven. For you must not turn any leaven or honey into smoke as an offering by fire to the Lord. You may bring them to the Lord as an offering of choice products, but they shall not be offered on the altar for pleasing odor. You shall not omit from your grain offerings the salt of the covenant with your God. With all your offerings you shall offer salt. If you bring grain offerings of first fruits to the Lord, you shall bring the grain offerings of your first fruits coarse new grain from fresh ears parched with fire. You shall add oil to it and lay frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. And the priest shall turn a token portion of it into smoke. Some of the coarse grain and oil with all its frankincense is an offering by fire to the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is just a, like an instruction manual to me. I was thinking it's very much like a cookbook. Okay. It's so like we a recipe. Bob, we went from the Bob the Builder section of the Bible to the date. Or who is Gordon Ramsay? Who the, I like Gordon Ramsay. I like watching Gordon Ramsay way more than reading the Bible. He has useful information. Like you can get some game from Gordon Ramsay about how to run a restaurant and how to cook food. This hasn't been necessarily very useful. Do, I always feel like cooking food is subjective, but okay. Well, this isn't technically cooking. These are supposed to be offerings, but whatever's left, Aaron and his sons get to eat, which is really nice for them. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a lot of input for any of this just because there's not much going on. Like there and there hasn't been for like several I don't know chapters now. Like what well no, not chapters. Uh what what, what are they? This is a chapter, right? Yeah. Chapter 3. Yeah. Cuz we have books like Leviticus is his own book yeah, and okay, it's got yeah. chapters so, in yeah, it. Yeah, 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 for like several chapters nothing has happened. Like all we have gotten was instruction manuals for tabernacles and how to present offerings. Where's the there's no conflict. Where's the Well, the conflict the story? is if you don't do this stuff, the Lord is going to fuck you up. Well, can we get the story of the person who doesn't do that so that 
Well, those are the Jebusites and the Amalites and all the other people that they've destroyed to, you know, have their land so that they can. Can we just get to the Jesus part? Oh, we are so far from Jesus. We're like millennia from Jesus. Jeez, this is boring. Yeah, this isn't great. I don't, I don't, I think people like ritual, so like people are kind of lulled into the ritual of this, I think. Okay, sure. I was watching Jordan, uh, what's his name? Jordan Peterson today. Ew. I'm convinced me. I'm convinced him and Ben Shapiro just like to hear themselves talk. Yeah. But anyway, they're like those guys who are saying something, but not really saying anything, but it sounds cool or not even sounds cool. It just sounds like they're actually saying something smart but not really they use a lot of big words in a row and, and they kind of talk fast so and they're confident like, yeah 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 they're super confident <laughs> um i would like to say fuck jordan peterson but well, fuck ben that's shapiro not where I was that's not where i was going with any of this as a label saying, and as a motherfucking crew and if you want to be wow. down with them then fuck you too Rand okay, Paul, not, fuck not, you too. Not, Iron Rand, going into any fuck of this, you too. I'm getting to a point that relates back to Christianity. Okay, I'm sorry. I was watching um, <laughs> a Joe Rogan clip, I guess. I like Joe Rogan, though. Uh, Yeah, I like Joe Rogan. Um, The point, though, was Jordan Peterson was talking about, he just went to the new, because uh, there's a Bible like center or something in Washington DC now. And like he went there and he had a revelation that about the Bible, about how it, uh, everything, his, his overarching point was everything in storytelling more or less can be related back to the Bible. Um, same thing. He was arguing that like certain books, there's always like, they're the they're the common source. So like Shakespeare, the Bible, some other materials are like considered the common source. Now, arguably, yes, they're the Bible is derivative of other stories. Um, but I say all that to say that I thought I found at least that part of the conversation interesting. Is because like when you really look at it, like a lot of we're just retelling the same fucking stories over and over again. We're just like kind of remixing them and. Yeah. Fuck Jordan Peterson. Like, I don't, the fuck that dude. Seriously, first off, everything goes back to the Bible only if you're willing to only go back that far. The Bible and like its stories only go back maybe five, 6,000 years. And that's where they want to start human history. Human history goes back way further than that. And they're right. Like a lot of stuff, like the hero's journey, like Joseph Campbell, the monomyth, all of that stuff. Yeah it encapsulates that but it's only because we put so much importance on this because that's when because white people don't want to go back further than that because then it's just brown people and they want to like think that everything was just super primitive but there were very like a advanced societies before that that have just you know fallen like a lot of that knowledge is just gone now so like you can say everything starts and I don't trust revelation. Like I trust knowledge that has to be like 
like hard sought. Who invented knowledge? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you know what? You're Who right. Who invented that? You're right. You know what? I, I was, I'm right. I, you're right. I'm wrong. Um, Jordan Peterson, number one, whatever. Here's my thing. <laughs> Just whenever. Uh, okay. Cause I've, I've watched some of Jordan Peterson stuff and he's just because he made his name like he got popular because he was a professor who didn't want to use people's preferred pronouns. He said that was infringing on his rights to misgender people. I, I kind of remember that. that. That's his claim to fame. That's how he got famous. Actually, a total sidebar from that is like, well, we can come back to that point because you're in a row. Thank but you. I kind I kind of agree. So like that's why I'm like fuck him. Like you're not a hero because you don't want to use people's preferred pronouns. And here's mm, I would argue. I would argue. You're not a hero for that. Here's my thing about preferred pronouns cuz I'm not a big <laughs> fan of it either, but it's only because English and a lot of Latin like languages, languages that were rooted in Latin are just horribly sexist. Like we don't have to gender everything. So I'm a big fan of just using like gender neutral pronouns for everybody like i just call you your name what how about i just say your name what how about i just call you your name yes like, like let's just do with people on an individual basis like we don't have to yeah. do this whole thing so we're we're so myopic in our thinking like especially as people who are like eurocentric kind of like this western eurocentric like that's the best way of doing stuff disagree like some stuff yes like it's not like i want to dismiss everything that like western civilization has given us but there are other civilizations that we can learn from and i think that when we automatically assume that they are lesser and that like this sort of white heteronormative is the like there's this hierarchy and they're at the top. I just call bullshit. Like we're all people, we all count, we all matter. If a trans person is like, hey, I would prefer not to you use you not use those pronouns, I'm like, okay, that's you. Do you? I'm not mad at that. But I don't think I don't think that I mean, I do think there's a portion of society that has a problem with that altogether. Like, you know, you hear people all the time like, oh, just like for instance, I just skimmed a post on instagram today <laughs> where jeezy the rap the, for all of you who don't know who jeezy is, young jeezy uh, young jeezy he doesn't go by the young anymore oh my so bad jeezy. my bad that's how i know him but you know what i respect oh. his right to be called jeezy instead of young jeezy how about that so him and his wife i'm sorry i don't know her name but um i guess they're mrs you know, jeezy they had... <laughs> mrs jeezy fine um I don't know if they already had a baby or they're expecting, but they've decided that they're not going to gender their child. They're going to let the child decide what they want to be. And from a mature standpoint, I thought that was really interesting. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, whatever. My, you know, the kid can. Yeah, let's not sexualize babies. The kid will babies. become whatever they want to be, or not what they want, sorry. What they are. Yes. And so I'm... um. I was like, yeah, but you know, the inter the internet is ignorant, <laughs> and for all of you, this is contextual. So for all who may not know who Jeezy is, um, he is a again a rapper, and he had a um, infamous beef with another rapper named Gucci Mane, 
and Gucci. <laughs> and so the com- the first comment I saw She's was a very Gucci won the Gucci won the beef is what I saw as soon as they, they posted the thing about Jeezy and his wife. They was like, yeah, this is why Gucci won. And I found that so hilarious. But to tie it back into what we were saying, um, yeah, I'm just over the pronoun thing. I don't um I don't give a fuck. So not that I don't give a fuck about people, but just like I feel like it's such an exhaustion and it's such a I have to go out of my way unnecessarily that it, it it's not it just becomes an inconvenience and one thing we know about humans if anything is that we're lazy and we don't like to be inconvenienced especially unnecessarily so and so i just i'm not down with the whole pronoun thing but i will respect somebody's right if they say hey i am this or i'm that and i will say all right but i also think that where my issue comes into play personally is like if i call you he and you want to be a she or vice versa or whatever my issue is like i've had not me personally but i've heard of experiences where people will like kind of bite your head off for using the wrong pronoun it's just like fuck like i just learned this shit bro like i don't i don't know i'm sorry like you know it's not i'm not it's not doing intentional this on yeah and like I'm an asshole because one of my friends Bigly. told me like they they were going to work they were going to work and they kept saying like hey ladies and, and this one person was like hey don't call me lady or whatever and I was like I would start being like hey all or hey, hey everybody hey hey ladies and this one or person's just, name hey, everybody because I actually don't like being called lady I mean I'm a femme I'm very femme but like I'm not a lady I'm a woman. Like, I don't like the idea of subscribing to lady-like behavior. Like, being a lady is its whole other thing. Like, when they see me off in traffic, they say Yeezy on some other shit. I'm sorry. I feel like we are multi-layered. niggas running straight back to the dealership. Wow, okay, thank you. Anyway, (laughs) I feel like we are so multifaceted. Like, when people be like, you know, when I say nigga or stuff like that, like, I'm not always a nigga. But you know, like that's right. I work for NASA. To, if you if you say that for if you say that to me, um, non-white people, then I would just be like, I wouldn't trip off of it. So you can refer to me as nigga. So I don't understand. Like nigga, I mean, because I guess if you non, don't want to be lady, non-gendered pronoun. <laughs> so is motherfucker. It sure is. And you know who <laughs> was a sister fucker? Abraham. <laughs> and you know who was a anyway, daughter we, fucker lot we have one last uh chapter so let me go ahead and get all right that story. one's on you so, baby but yeah that's interesting about jeezy i'll have to look that up i haven't followed him in a row i only have one song downloaded by him and that's i put on for my city and that's what i was referencing earlier for everyone who's listening i was rapping oh uh, yeah yeah, Jeezy's cool. Yeah, so but Gucci. good for like good for um both Jeezy and um Mrs. and Mrs. Jeezy that they don't want to necessarily put these societal gender roles on their child. Like it's a baby. We don't really. We, why do we need to put that on them? I was thinking the other day about how like the fact that. Like when we have birth certificates, what what is gained by marking female, by marking race? 
because like on my birth certificate it says black but like on my parents birth certificate I think it's um negro or color you know (laughs) and then like my grandparents they were colored you know like what is it this is weird like and honestly I'd like them to stop keeping track so they could stop gerrymandering the districts because they're trying to keep black people from voting if you're not from the states and like you're one of our international listeners they're like trying to like keep black non-white people from voting and like they can redraw the district maps and like because they're still segregating us pretty much and so they want to make sure that like black populations our votes don't count as much but you know what if we keep voting on mass it won't matter leviticus 3 offerings of well-being if the offering is sacrifice of well-being if you offer an animal to the lord if you offer an animal of the herd whether male or female you shall offer one without blemish before the Lord. You shall lay your hand on the head of the offering and slaughter it and slaughter it at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall dash the blood against the, all sides of the altar. You shall offer the sacrifice of well-being as an offering by fire to the Lord. The fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is around the entrails, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, at the loins, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them at the loins, and the appendage of the liver, which he shall remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons shall turn these into smoke on the altar with the burnt offering that is on wood on the fire, as an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. If your offering for a sacrifice of well-being to the Lord is from the flock, male or female, you shall offer one without blemish. If you present a sheep as your offering, you shall bring it before the Lord and lay your hand on the head of the offering. It shall be slaughtered before the tent of meeting, and Aaron's son shall dash its blood against all sides of the altar. You shall present its fat from the sacrifices of well-being as an offering by fire to the Lord, the whole broad tail which shall be removed close to the backbone, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is around the entrails. The two kidneys with, with the fat, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them at the loins, and the appendage of the liver, which shall remove with the kidneys. Then the priest shall turn into the, then the priest shall turn these into smoke on the altar, as food offering by fire to the Lord. If your offering is a goat, goat greatest of all time. If your offering is a goat, you shall bring it before the Lord and lay your hand on its head. It shall be slaughtered before the tent of meeting, and the sons of Aaron shall dash his blood against all sides of the altar. You shall present as your offering from it. You shall present as your offering from it as an offering by fire to the Lord. The fat that covers the entrails, and all the fat that is around the entrails, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them at the loins, and the appendage of the liver, which you shall remove with the kidneys, then the priest shall turn these into smoke on the altar as a food offering by fire for a pleasing odor. All fat is the Lord's. It shall be a perpetual statute. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations, and all your sense in all your settlements, you yeah. in all your settlements, you must not eat any fat or any blood. Thanks be to God. I feel like during mass they never read these parts. Yeah, because nobody would show up. <laughs> like this is this is this is boring. Like I don't. 
It's and actually I've not repeated boring. The same this is thing. fascinating. Like this is. I've repeated the same thing both times I've read. I'm going to push back. I think this is fascinating. This is talking about how we are supposed to rip apart animals and set them on fire. Like that's inherently interesting. It's just like you said, the repetition is a little. Uh. But the fact that we're ever supposed to believe that the God of the universe, this is the guy who created not just Earth, but Mercury, Saturn, Mars, Jupiter, all its moons, and Venus, the Milky Way, and then all the expanding universe is so concerned about this tribe of like, you know, people in the desert and giving them meticulous instructions on how they're supposed to bring animals to Aaron and his sons to be sacrificed. I'll tell you what they were doing. They're trying to get hoes. Probably. Yeah. Because I, mean, I promise you, like, if I was out in the desert and there's not, like, a place to, like, really cultivate and, like, this is the source of protein, like, yeah, I'm probably fucking the dudes who have access to the meat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... That's all it's ever about <laughs> is getting hoes. I don't know. That's why we do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they're like being so meticulous about it. And once again, we're not talking about, I mean, we'll get into later about how we should be treating each other. But this to me is just so super gross. And I understand. Is there anybody who still does this? You're asking me like I know. No, I don't know. I don't know because there's Probably like still Orthodox in... Jews. Like, what do they do? I mean, there's this thing called Google. And there's like, you know, like if they're trying to say cult kosher and stuff, because there's like, this is what they're basing a lot of this on, and like how you're allowed to slaughter animals. Orthodox Jews offering of animals. Uh... I don't know if it goes into Jewish practices and rituals. Do Quora says do Jews do Jews still uh, practice animal sacrifice? And if not, why not? Let's see what they say. Yeah, because the whole point of like the way it was explained to me anyway when I was in school was the fact that like we don't we no longer sacrifice animals because Jesus was the final sacrifice for our sins. And that's why we should be very, very thankful to him because the only way this bloodthirsty God was going to be satisfied was when we finally like sacrificed his son. Well, on that note, um, someone said Shane McCallum, um, comma, I am Jewish. Um, Synagogues have never been used as place of animal slaughter. Animal slaughter was part of the temple sacrifice, and it is utterly forbidden to offer animal sacrifices anywhere but in the temple. No sacrifice has been permitted in Judea in Judaism ever since the temple was destroyed in 70 CE. That's um, common era. More commonly, we think yeah. of it as AD, but if you're, it's more modern to say common era instead of Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. No, after death. That's what I was taught. Mm, it's like Latin. It's Anno Domini. 
No, no. I, I mean, that's fine. I'm just telling you when I was a boy sure, in school, sure. that's what I was Listen, taught, this is all just a shit show. Like, you can just tell, and yeah. this is all insanity. You can say whatever. Uh, Pamela B. Zohar, who lives in Athens, GA, which is where the University of Georgia is, um, I know because I was applying there for graduate school. Nice. Or wanted to, but they don't have what I want at this time. Um, anyway, she said, good, uh, you know, I don't know if this is a she. They there you go. said, good morning. <laughs> they said, good morning. There is still a priesthood. Being a priest is hereditary. Um, but there are no longer animal sacrifices. Okay, so they are saying the same thing. Basically, priests have very little to do that is priest work, uh-huh. day jobs. Yada, yada. Okay, so no. Yes. Yeah, because Jesus was supposed to bring balance to the force. <laughs> okay, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> um. Oh. Someone said Eli Adler, rabbi's child. In general, no. There has been a Jer- Jerusalem group trying to restore animal sacrifice. They have succeeded to the chagrin. To the chagrin, I like that word. I to too. the chagrin of animal rights activists and glee of the of the press in quote unquote offering one goat a year for the past four Passovers. Hmm. hmm. There's an article about this. I don't know. So apparently there may be some people who do this, but it's not in mass. Basically what it was. Okay. So all in all for everyone like who might be a believer and listening to this and wondering why we're doing this. It's because like, this is supposed to be the good book. So T have you, what has been good so far to you? Like we've read, we're into our third book. This is our first day into the third book of the Bible. What has been good so far to you? Um, I mean, Joseph's story was cool. <laughs> the beginning of Moses' story was. You're cool. saying cool? I said good. Um, I mean, I was entertained with joseph so i would say joseph's story was entertaining good dude good good is synonymous with entertaining for me okay in the context of this you know what i'm saying though people don't use this as an entertainment guide they use this as a guide for their lives they're saying this is the ultimate good for their lives so that's why i'm asking what's been good so far good you're speaking of good in the sense of moral good i'm talking about moral good Oh, okay. Nothing. <laughs> Say that again, please. That was really low. <laughs> I, was just, I said nothing. Like I, so nothing. nothing in here has made me want to want to be a believer again. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like as far as moral good, ethics, like we're because we're we struggle. You said before you were an asshole. Quite honestly, I've said over and over again, you're really the best man I know, quite honestly. So what what do you use as your guide for an ethical moral life and what have you taken from this that goes towards that okay, first you're setting the bar way low one two it is super all, low th- you're right yes <laughs> <laughs> thanks i mean for like i don't know i've always been into storytelling mm-hmm. this is very 
powerful. Mm-hmm. And this is totally gonna be super random to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. My, I always relate my morality to. I learned morality from Batman. Like watching. Batman I was watching cartoons. Lego Batman today, and it's probably one of the best movies ever. <laughs> you know, I've never seen Lego Batman, but sir, please do yourself a favor. Series. I really do feel like the animated Batman was the one of the best. And aside from the comics and then Lego Batman, it it's it's kind of perfect. But anyway, we're getting low on time. I mean, we're, we're trying to get different. Let's do like next time on Bible Breakdown, because then we have sin offerings, um, instructions concerning sacrifices, just more rules, further instructions. That's what we have coming up. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. And in longer Chapters. and longer okay. chapters so strap in people thanks for listening i keep forgetting to say at the beginning too like this is the new revised standard version that we're reading I mean, we've said that for a few weeks but yeah this is new revised i never standard know version. when this is going to be someone's first episode so i'm trying to be <sighs> okay so we're coming up on um the end is there anything you want to say to the people before we go um now just be just be a morally good person but how like if i can't like murder cows um well i would say if you want to murder then you probably should have some serious conversations reach a therapist betterhelp.com stop saying that they are not they're not sponsoring this podcast well that's they're the only ones i know and maybe if me saying it maybe they will start sponsoring that's not how it works Uh, they're getting the cow for free bye everybody we we, here at bible breakdown (laughs) we really appreciate you listening we love you keep tuning in i don't know you so i don't love you rate subscribe okay fine t doesn't love you but cat does how about that I don't even know you. I don't have to know you to love you. That's how deep my love goes. I definitely need to know you. Well, I don't. I I have enough. I have a love is an infinite (laughs) source. And I I love humanity. Even the people back then, I love them. They deserved better. And people in the future, I hope things are better. So until then, um, hang in there. And I will. um, We'll see you soon. All right, take it easy, everyone. Till next time.